Happy Tag Tuesday. How you doing? I'm good. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. We are two average girls. We're glad you're with us. It is a nice, balmy 100 degrees in Orange County. Global warming is alive and well. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is this going to become a global warming podcast now? Is that what we're going to talk about? Listen, we always talk about the weather. <laughs> and there's not a lot of weather in California except for... It's really hot right now. Yeah, it's warm. And it's, it's yeah. kind of a weird time. Yeah, it's very, very warm. But that's fine. We, You know, you can cool off. I can get, I can, I'm fine. I would rather have warm than cold. I'm an absolute disaster in the cold. <laughs> I mean, I'm the I've worst. I've seen you. It's not good. Yeah, but you just told me something very interesting yes. that I literally am still kind of don't know if I believe you. So let me just preface this. Mm-hmm. When Anne ever goes anywhere mm-hmm. that's maybe a little chilly... Mm-hmm. She's wearing a parka. Sure. If we go on, we went on a camping trip. Yep. She wears the parka to bed. Mm-hmm. Puffy coat. I call it my puffy coat. Okay. <laughs> it's still this humongous, it's like, it's Michelin a, Man it's a situation. North Face parka. It's a parka. It she's is. <laughs> she's not a very big woman. Mm. So this she she gets enveloped mm-hmm. by a lot of fill. Mm-hmm. You know, the North Face fill mm. makes her really like, cozy. It makes me want to hug her. She's so <laughs> fluffy. You want to hug me anyway. I really do. I really want to just wear you in my front pack. <laughs> You're like a baby Bjorn oh, situation oh. for me. You're so cute. It's almost Halloween. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, I would love that. That would be hilarious. Because I really make fun of you a lot when you I do. say that. I'm like, she's so little. I could carry her around. She, in I the could put her in my pocket. Pack. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say about the cold is... We don't like the cold. Mm-mm. We live in Southern California, mm-hmm. or we go to Kauai, or Maui, or wherever it is that we want to go that it's not cold. Yeah. But you like Park City. Oh, I love Park City. I love to ski. It's yeah. one of the few sporting things that I can do with any skill at all. I And I love it. And my son is a fantastic skier. He learned from my husband, who is an epic skier. Wow. So it's all, I, I tag along and I watch them and I film them from behind. Oh, That's I the only time I'm cold. You. Yeah, you're going to come do that with I'm me. I'm a terrible skier. Me too. So I'm terrible. No, we'll I haven't d- skied in years and years and years. We'll drink cocoa at okay, the shack at the top that. of the hill. I'll get a new outfit. You get a new outfit. That'd be perfect. And then we'll just sort of pretend s- slowly zip on <laughs> down the hill. Twice. <laughs> It'll be fine. Okay. But what we did yes. is, is what you're getting at, yes, right? Okay, I so am. my son recommended that I try a um, infrared cold plunge therapy mm-hmm. because he had done it. Yes. And he's like, you're going to love it. And I'm like, sounds great. Well, cold plunging is the thing right now. It is the thing. Everybody is doing it. And now I know why. I mean, we, we used to make fun of the old guys that were like going in the ocean when it was cold. Yeah. What do they call those guys? The polar bears. The polar bears. Yeah. People were like, what's wrong with these people? They're like in the middle of like Sweden or yeah. Greenland and they're like jumping in the water yeah. just to bring on the the winter, whatever they're doing. Yeah. And we were like, that seems like somebody's got a screw loose. The polar plunge. No, thank you. Well, you do. I it. did it. So there's a place that opened in Kauai, Garden Island Wellness. Shout out. They are not a supporter of the show. (laughs) But they could be. They could be. (laughs) All we need is free infrared and free plunging. That's all we're asking for. (laughs) So you sit in this infrared sauna and it gets up to 150-ish degrees. Um, Warm. It's warm. And the package I chose was for 45 minutes. And then... You sit in there for 45 minutes at 150 degrees? Mm -hmm. That seems dangerous. It's not... It's I don't fine. think that's right. No, it's fine. I've done the infrared and it's never been 150 degrees. Yeah, it's fine. It's like 120. I trust Lou. Lou was the owner of... Lou's not going to... He's, he's not going to... I don't know. steer me wrong. He's not going to steer you wrong? I don't think so. You're going to come out a little charbroiled? That's the interesting thing is that infrared kind of gets in there deeper rather than the Mm -hmm. i love a sauna i Mm -hmm. love the you know put the water on the rocks i love that i do too this is not that it's more consistent you don't feel terribly hot until like the last five minutes so i'm like 
I, I've gone in it. I have to bring my phone in, and I'm always like, okay, it's 15 more minutes. I don't think I can make it. Mm-hmm. At, at the 40-minute mark, I looked at my son and said, I got to go. And he's like, no, Mom, it's only five more minutes. Well, you don't want to look bad in front of your kid. Yeah, right? yeah that's true. I mean, you know, it's like – He's like challenged you. A little bit. He, little dropped the, he, he dropped the he, mic on you. A little drop. Yeah, a little mic drop on me. Um, I went through water like nobody's business, which I guess is good for you. Oh, you drank while you were in there drinking water because Lou would come by and do a little tap on the glass and be like you know give me the water sign the international sign for water like do you need a drink oh like you're doing it right now and that just your thumb is close to your mouth and you're like <laughs> you're doing that's the that's sign, the sign. Of okay do you so need a Lou, drink? Lou knows sign language okay Lou got knew. it I would hand my bottle out to him he'd fill it and come back I went through three of those that's good of Lou it's really good that's and a- and good of me I think he was wanting to make sure you needed this <laughs> yeah but also to make sure you weren't Laying dying. on the ground dying. Yeah. So. She's got liability issues. There's here. some. Yeah. I signed a few pieces of paper before I got in. But then you get out and then you get into a 39 degree uh, mm. tub of water. I didn't know. Mm. Wow. 39 degrees. And Is there like icebergs floating around there? Well, there were the second time I went because he said, I'm only getting this thing down to, it's only like 50 because I was like the first customer of his day. Mm. And I'm like, that's fine. He's like, no, it's not. And he brings in Costco size ice bags and just tosses them in there which is very like mentally you're like i can't do this yeah was your son with you the second time no my husband was with me the second time oh you can't look bad in front of him either Uh, yeah there's there's a certain expectation so uh, my son looked at me and goes just get in don't think about it just get in and that's what i did and i broke a record i sat there for six minutes nobody else has ever done that no i mean he said, Lou, because Lou is standing there timing you. <laughs> it's a very small, intimate little place. And Lou goes, three minutes. If you can, you can do three minutes and you'll be good. And I'm like, well, what's, what really, what's really good? Like, what, where am I? I'm an overachiever. You know that. Did you not tell him that you're just a, one of the average girls? I didn't tell him I was one. One average girl would stay in there two minutes. You wouldn't have even made it three. Well, that's that's why I'm telling you this because we're changing the name of the podcast. What is it now? Uh, one above and very cold average girl. <laughs> and one very average and not you, willing you get to, to choose get your that name. cold. No, you get to choose your name. You okay. can be whatever you want. If I go over to the island, I'm going to have to see Lou and I'm going to have to go seven minutes. You Well, you can. And then we'll be both above average and we'll change cold the name. girls <laughs> so i made it six minutes and he was just like he was cheering me on it was oh. the cutest thing you've ever seen i like lou lou is so fun lou. he and his wife own the place i think that people yeah. should go there i think they should it's behind now for those of you who know anything about Kauai, there is a franchise on the island called chicken in a barrel okay don't even say it out loud because i <laughs> absolutely love we Drive, we come into town mm-hmm. whenever we fly in. We make a stop because mm-hmm. it's on the way to your house, and we have to stop for chicken in a barrel. Mm-hmm. And while we're there for the week or 10 days, we eat there at least three times. At least we have chicken at home. Yep. We have the barbecue sauce yep. in the fridge. Yep. I don't know what they do to the chicken, but it is so good. So if you are in Kauai and you see the chicken in a barrel on the east side, Lou's Garden Island Wellness is right behind the chicken and barrel. Don't you think it's weird? I've brought this to your attention before, but I'm going to say it right now because we're thinking about chickens and chicken in a barrel. Tell me. It's so funny when you're sitting there eating your chicken chicken in a barrel that there's a bunch of chickens running around. (laughs) Don't you think that they get the hint? Like they must not. I know they're not the smartest animal, but I'm just saying I'm always like, shoo, you need to go. They might run out. Look around you. Read the room. Oh, it's no room. It's just a parking lot. Yeah, read the parking lot, friend. <laughs> you smell that smell? That's your that's your brother. Yeah. He went down. He he stayed here too long. You need to go. I've always wondered how strange that is. They're walking around the McDonald's parking lot too. It's very interesting. They're everywhere. They don't There's, listen. I know. We can't give them enough credit for being pea brained. No, they and, don't care. and when you go to Kauai, if you've never been there, you have to embrace the rooster and the chickens. Yeah, you gotta love them. They're actually a protected animal they are don't do anything to them nope they make the culture so fun they're so cute so anyway that's my that's my new cold plunge story i love it that's my new self-care i, I do have to say though because everyone's like well what are the benefits who can-? so now you've done this what are the benefits i have scoliosis have had it like many many women 
um, 12, age of 12, it's like, what? You're not standing up straight, whatever. Well, you've got curvature of the spine. It always gives me pain. It's muscular. Who cares? Boring. This is the first time that I can remember that I have not had back pain. It's muscular back it's pain. It's because of the inflammation. It reduces inflammation. It reduces infl- inflammation. So the heat opens everything up. The cold shrinks it back down and pushes a lot of stuff out. That's why you have to drink like crazy because there are toxins just coming right out of your body. And I mean, I'm telling you, for 12 hours, I was good. Did you feel sick a little bit after you got done? You know, yeah. sometimes when you get a massage and you haven't had one in a really long time and all the toxins leave yeah. your body and you're kind of like, ooh, I kind of think I'm getting sick. I'm it's not the sure. same feeling later really? that night. You know, maybe five hours later or something like that. that? It, you kind of feel like, like like you've had a really good lymphatic massage. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt. You That's felt a little good. sick. That's we good, should though. try to go around here. I'm sure there's a place. We should look. We're going to do it. And we're going to get them to underwrite two cold average girls. <laughs> two above average <laughs> two cold above girls. average and cold <laughs> girls. <laughs> I don't, there's no segue for this next oh. segment that we're going to do. We have not... We have been meaning to do this story for a long time and we have not had we have not had the energy I would say mm. to really give it enough attention. Mm-hmm. We love murder. We okay. continually watch it on television. Mm-hmm. We continually talk about it on the side. This is a murder that happened in 2022 to a 33-year-old man who was a father of four. People are referring to this murder as the Microsoft executive murder because the murder victim, Jared Brightigan, was a Microsoft executive at one point in his life. That doesn't in any way indicate the depth and insanity of this case. It is the one of the crazier uh, true crime murder cases I've heard. The reason, as Denise said, we're bringing up now is because there's been um, some new things that have happened. The former wife of Jared, Brightigan. His ex-wife. His ex-wife, named Shannon Gardner Fernandez, was recently arrested. It was one of those things, though, in listening to a few of the press conferences, police wanted to make sure, they already had two arrests in the case. They wanted to make sure, though, that all the T's were crossed and the I's were dotted because if you do it wrong, she walks. Absolutely. And they didn't. They wanted to make sure that they were going to be getting the right person at the right time with the right information. We have audio of Jared Breidigan's wife. She's now a widow with two children. This is her statement right after Shannon Gardner Fernandez was arrested. For 547 days, we have hoped and prayed that this day would come. Our hearts will always be full of deep gratitude for the men and women who have worked tirelessly to bring justice forward in Jared's case. We are also deeply grateful for the prayers that have been offered on our behalf. Shanna's arrest ends one horrific chapter of our pursuit for justice for Jared, and now we open a new one. This next chapter will be excruciating. But we are confident in the ability of the state's attorney's office and law enforcement to bring truth to light. We expect to see justice carried out to the fullest extent of the law. I had every single feeling um, in the last short time. There's been anger when we think about what was done. Um, gratitude, deep gratitude that we are here today. Happiness that we are finally seeing this day and just a lot of heartache, um, especially for the twins. So we are very grateful to be here and we just know that we gotta buckle up and be ready for what's coming. So with this arrest, I want to go back and talk about from the beginning, because the thing that really captured all of us and anybody who had ever heard about this Mm -hmm. was the circumstances behind it. Mm -hmm. Before we even get into that, I just find it so fascinating in this day and age that somebody thinks that they could pull this off. I know, right? I mean, I really can't believe that Mm -hmm. these three people conspired to do this mm-hmm. not thinking thinking that they were so much smarter than police detectives the internet i mean we have people that do this for a hobby mm-hmm. right podcasters who just are relentless people in their basements looking up all of this stuff that are sleuthing 
any of these kind of things happening. Mm -hmm. There is so much true crime being reported now and so many people so fully invested in it. These people really don't get it. So let's start with the murder. Let's just go back. Um, we're going back to February 16th, 2022. Uh, Jared Brightigan, who is the father of four, as we said, he's a software developer for Microsoft. He was leaving a Jacksonville Beach neighborhood after he dropped off his twin children that he shared with his ex-wife, Shannon Gardner, after returning to his home in nearby St. Augustine. So this was one of those things that he did on a weekly basis. He had date night with his kids. Mm -hmm. He's remarried. He's got two children with the second wife. One of those two children, the two-year-old, was in the backseat of the car when he took the twins home. So... Police say that there was a tire on this dimly lit road that Brightigan was traveling down. So he stopped. Accordingly, he couldn't get around the tire, which mm -hmm. is weird. It must have been a very small road. Well, the way it was described to me was there was a lot of bushes and everything. There was no houses on this road. Mm. This was a road that literally was just a pass-through road. And it must have been not a one one-way road but i think that was a pretty narrow place because yeah. it was very rural like you can't get around a tire it's got to be a pretty small road and right it must, yeah so the tire was purposely placed there they're presuming to make him stop which is what he did upon getting out to move the tire he was shot multiple times as his two-year-old sat in the back in, a, in the car seat she was unharmed thank goodness but there was evidence that there were bullet casings whatnot in the car so yeah he it came close to, they, to the baby there was five sh there was three shots fired uh, eyewitnesses uh, or people close to they the heard scene it. Yep. heard it they mm -hmm. heard two and then one so according to police he was gunned down in in cold blood they knew immediately that this was mm, not a hit but definitely something that was planned someone was laying in wait and that's where they started looking okay well who do we look at first well the ex-wife right a few days ago, a few days ago as we said the ex-wife shanna gardner fernandez was arrested and charged in his murder as well as we said child endangerment there's a list of charges but uh which then made us go okay who is this lady we knew from earlier reports that the divorce was absolutely bitter horrible the divorce happened when 2018 2016 i believe oh that's right he remarried in 2018 when you start reading about what their relationship was like shanna and jared they had a marriage first of all they were lds they were members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and they were religious um they met when they were in utah shanna comes from a very predominant lds family that owns very successful and um well-to-do business called Stampin' Up. I'll talk about them in just a minute. Yeah. But she was she was raised in a, with a certain atmosphere. And then when they got married, the, sort of all of that was, th was theirs. Like, they benefited from that. They absolutely did. I mean, they talked a little bit about it. And I think it, it really kind of... I think it is important to say that when they were married as a young couple, she didn't have to... She worked for the family business. Mm -hmm. And she reaped a lot of extra benefits from that, mm -hmm. meaning they were driving very nice cars. As a matter of fact, I had heard that they had a Mercedes at one point and they were living in, you know, an expensive home in Utah, not just like, you know, a condo with two bedrooms, like in student housing. They were living a very, very nice life. As young marrieds? As young marrieds. Okay. They go on to live in Florida where I believe he became a Microsoft executive. Mm -hmm. Somewhere in that time frame, they had some problems in the marriage. Okay. They have a set of twins. Mm -hmm. And from, by all accounts, she basically falls out of love with him. Oh, okay. Is what it sounds like. That would be a problem. It, it does. Mm -hmm. He, from what I've read, wanted to keep the marriage together. Tried and tried and tried. She kind of went off the deep end. Was she sort of partying and doing that kind of thing? Or? It sounds like that's what it was. Okay. She's denied all of these kind of allegations, but people have come out. Specifically, she had gone into a tattoo shop for piercing. Mm -hmm. I know someone who just did that. <laughs> listen listen to Weird News uh, I, 21. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not 
It, listen, no she judgment. went in there to be pierced sure. in different places. Go ahead. Go for it. Okay. Not just in her ears. Got it. I think, okay? we, I think we got it. We got it. You understand <laughs> what I'm talking about. The Southern Hemisphere. Yes. Yes. Okay. Move on. So she's, she's in there and she starts, <laughs> she, I guess she does this right after the divorce. And she makes comments about how being unhappy about her marriage and how the ex-husband's going to try to get money. And there's, oh. there's this whole thing. Okay. She also, while they were married, the husband gives her a personal training. She's feeling inadequate. She wants to, you know how it she is when you're a mom. Shape. Yeah, yeah. You, you feel it. like I'm doing all this stuff and nobody appreciates me. I got to get in shape. He gives her a, a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Well, that became an intimate relationship. Oh, she starts sleeping with the trainer? Supposedly. Go. She denies it. He says it happened. Okay. Don't know who to believe, although I'm going to go with the trainer at this point because she doesn't seem very credible. <laughs> She's just saying. <laughs> She's conspired to kill him. I'm assuming that she probably have sex with him out of wedlock. With I'm just the, saying. <laughs> the trainer. The trainer. Well, okay. I mean, this is all hearsay and whatnot, but it does speak to who she is as a person and sort of what her values are well and and let's just say this all of these things that we're saying are alleged this is what we've read Mm. these are accounts that we've heard either on the internet on the news or read on different blog sites yeah it's not we're just reporting the news re-reporting it's absolutely i do want to talk a little bit about shanna's family Mm because you did mention that it was like this very sort of wealthy and Mm -hmm. well-to-do family which i listen hats off to you but it speaks to their standing in a religious community or in a in a culture uh, you know that they lived in so let's just take take a minute and talk about them um her parents are named shelly and sterling they are she's originally from southern california but she moved to southern utah in her childhood with her family she got married at the age of 18 and they ventured out to las vegas where they both played a role in the custom home construction company alongside her sister's husband shelly was an entrepreneur though at heart and she went on all of these down these all these roads with multi-level marketing it started with tupperware some direct sales, uh, supplements, that type of thing. Together um, with her sister, whose name, get this, is Lavon. Oh, that's L-A, a, capital V-O-N-N-E. Yeah, that's a very, very Mormon name. Very, very. They went out and started finding a suitable rubber stamp firm that would sell to them independently. So this, the mom is just on it. She like wants to sort of like make something of herself and is not afraid to just go out there. Um, they she's one of those crafters. Yeah, she's an absolute crafter. But at she took it to the next level. Well, I mean, please. I mean, she couldn't find what she needed, so she she made it herself. Made it herself. But along the way, she had these very successful ventures, like I said, with Tupperware, but also with Mary Kay. Oh, of course, and Discovery Toys. These are all multi-level marketing companies that sh- showed her how to be a person who runs a business like this. So she created Stampin' Up, which uh, initially started just by selling stamps created by other manufacturers. And because they didn't like the quality, they started designing, manufacturing, and selling their own stamps. That's what they did. Interesting. Yeah. So they moved locations. Uh, They moved to Boulder City, Nevada, and then to Kanab, Utah in 93. And that's when she became became CEO of the company a few years later in 98. So she's the one that's sort of driving this thing. The the mother is, which is just interesting. It doesn't say anything about anything. It's just, but except that these are hardworking people who aren't afraid to take a risk. And I'm, I'm guessing they spent a lot of time sort of doing that. I would say so. It says that Shanna Gardner Fernandez grew up in Alpine, Utah. Yeah. And that's kind of an upscale area of of Utah. Mm -hmm. There's some really beautiful homes in that area. Mm -hmm. Um, And Jared, when they first started dating, they said that Jared wasn't really interested in her. Oh, so she took that as a challenge and doubled down? Basically, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't, it didn't stop her from pursuing him. Instead, she she wined and dined him. I sort of get that, but it's, all right, didn't. They would literally fly on their private jets and fly like they, places. They, they took the PJ for dinner? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was that kind of thing, right? It was, it was over the top kind of money. Right. 
So after they got married, Shanna's um, parents bought them an $800,000 home nearby in Utah. Mm -hmm. And they both drove Mercedes, like I said. Neither of them had a job. Instead, Shanna's parents gave the couple um, about $8,500 a month in addition for just living and breathing. Um, That's pretty incredible amount of money. How much a month? $8,500. Okay, they did, but they didn't show up to work or anything. According, they didn't know. No. Uh, okay. Uh, so a year after they were married, Shanna became pregnant mm-hmm. with twins. Okay, a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And their the twins were born, and the daughter was extremely healthy, but their son was born with a serious congenital heart condition. Mm. And doctors told Jared and Shanna that their new baby boy needed to live at sea level. Okay. For his heart to function properly, so they did what any parent would do, and they went and moved to Connecticut. Now, wait, yeah, what? That's what it says. Connecticut. I'm like, when they say sea level, I'm thinking I got to go by the ocean. Yeah, what are they doing in Connecticut? Because it was close to Jared's brother and his wife, which was also close to the son's doctor in New York. Okay, okay. So now we understand. See, I went directly to ocean. Right. Sea level. When you say sea level, I'm literal. I'm like, yeah, get me there. Exactly. Sounds good. So they'd only been married for two years at this point, and they moved to Connecticut, and their marriage took a major turn for the worse when Shanna stopped going to church. Mm. She started a very intense workout schedule and routine. Shanna was also frustrated that Jared was gaining weight. Oh, brother. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Got it. She focused on trying to start his and, and start his own business. Now, this is where I think it gets kind of bummed out for people when I hear it because she's now doing the instructor oh okay she's okay gotcha got it yeah so she's personal training on many levels yes she's doing that so I guess she was also frustrated because he was starting to start his own business okay I don't know about you again we were not there we know that marriage is complicated not one person is right all the time but most people aren't going to be mad that their husband's trying to start a new business and being success, trying to be successful. You'd kind of be glad that he's just, I mean, I know people who want their husbands to work. <laughs> well, it does. Like, beg- get off the couch, babe. <laughs> Stop playing video games. Exactly. It does beg the question, though, if you come from affluence and her parents, you know, had money, you've got that safety net there. So, okay, why not? support your husband in starting his own business that would be one way of looking at it the other way of looking at it might be don't inconvenience me with whatever your new thing is just either get a normal job or we're just going to live off of what mommy and daddy are giving us and that's fine too but don't bother me with this she she clearly was not like supportive of whatever his endeavors were that's right a little bit later and i don't know exactly the time but um jared convinced shanna to move to jacksonville florida where which is his hometown mm-hmm. and she agreed to go there okay. so the family of four moved to and shanna's parents then bought them another eight hundred thousand dollar home okay so they're just doling out money for them right and left. I think I bring this up only because I think it speaks to, like you were just saying, most women are just glad their husband's trying to be an entrepreneur, trying sure. to do something. Sure. If you're used to a lifestyle, yeah. which is, I don't have to work that hard for my money, and yeah. my husband is spending all this time doing that, yeah. she didn't value hard no, work. She didn't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't value that kind of integrity. No. She doesn't. No. So Jared continued to be a devout LDS member of the church. She did not go. Mm-hmm. Shanda, despite growing up LDS, was apparently over it and by the Christmas of 2014. So this is, when I talk about an $800,000 home, we're talking back in 2012 and 2013. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Those are nice homes. Especially that, in Florida. That's still a nice break. home. That's a huge, that's a mansion. That's a really nice home, right? Yeah, yeah. Jared bought Shanna for Christmas in 2014 a set of personal training yep. sessions because she was into fitness. So I misspoke when we were talking about her really getting into training back in Connecticut. She wasn't. She wasn't doing the trainer then? I don't know. I'll just say no. <laughs> we can't speak to that. Can't speak to that. But, but now, it was the Florida trainer that she started a relationship think, with? Yes. Okay. Because she was into fitness, so she started to do it. She found some pretty... Um, so when she was there, personal training sessions soon after the holidays, it wasn't long before Shanna started to have a relationship with her personal trainer. Jared found pretty sexual emails 
between the two of them. Okay. The trainer, she confronted her and she denied it. Instead, just told Jared that she didn't love him anymore. However, that didn't push Jared away since he had two young children with her and he wanted to make it work. Okay. So this is a guy who's like, listen, we're in it. Mm-hmm. We we're in kids. it all the way. Yeah. We have two kids. Mm-hmm. I love you. That's a That tells you a lot about a man. Yeah, he could have just split. If if I'm if I'm suspecting my husband's had an affair. Oh, don't don't come at me, bro. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, no. I mean, like he's he's willing to like he's found sexual explicit emails yeah. from this even if nothing else happened other than that. That's bad. Oh, yeah, no, no. no. That's no good. That's not good. No, it's not good at all. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. I don't like it. They divorced in 2015, is that correct? So the filing for divorce for irreconcilable differences. That's sure. what they said. That's what After saying. filing for the divorce, they were still living together at their house in Point Verda and continued to do so for a while before Shanna demanded that she, she be granted the house and that he she also be granted primary custody. She accused Jared of threatening to withdraw cash from their kids' trust funds, <laughs> which Jared said wasn't true and actually countered that he wanted primary custody and that he wanted alimony and child support and the house saying mm-hmm. that Shanna had the resources to live somewhere else and he didn't. Listen, I'm sorry. It works both ways. That's This is what we've done when we've kicked down the door of feminism. Amen to all my sisters. But listen, if if one has the means and the other has a certain lifestyle, it has to go both ways. It does. But she did buy the house. I mean, her parents bought the house. Yeah, but he they were... They were married. I agree. So, I don't know what Florida's laws are for. Yeah, they might be a little more. California, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. You're getting half of everything. But That's it. Mm-hmm. He also accused her of spying on him by hiding baby monitors. <laughs> and this, I'm saying, I'm telling everybody this because this speaks to what is going on in her mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, if I'm not in love with you anymore, I move out of the house. Yeah. Or I kick you out of the house and make sure you go somewhere else. Right. Right? Like, I'm not living in the same house with you. We're not doing that. But she's proven a point. Yeah. She's she's going to make, she's going to prove a point. So right. that he, he used, she used baby monitors in the children's bedroom and attached a tracking device to his car. Oh, girl. Yep. She also installed a lock on the master bedroom so that Jared could not get in. And she allegedly placed a voice activated recorder in the house. So she was like recording all of his conversations Whatever was going on, she wanted to know every single thing. She's crazy. That's crazy. At the lock on the master bedroom door, fine. But it's like, why would he want to go in there? What's the point? She's, the, I find with people who are sneaky like that, it's because they blame other people for being sneaky because that's how they are. It's like, well, I'm going to go in your room and look around. I assume you're going to come in my room and look around. She was just being vindictive. She's a nut. And, and the problem that I have with all of this is they have two children. In the house. In the house. Like, it's the War of Roses going yeah, on. Completely. And you've got two young kids. And one little boy who's like a little asthmatic, you know, poor little thing. Yeah. So yeah. they continue to do all of these crazy things. She lied about her finances, saying she had no money when she was getting paid all along by her mom under the table. Mm. Oh, so mom and dad are complicit in this. They, yes. They're like, no, we'll make it look like you don't make it. Exactly. Okay. They did come to an agreement on custody and shared parenting of 50-50. In, the, in July of 2015. Okay. Okay. They continued to fight and drag each other back to court for six years. What? For the, is it custody? Yes. Is that the thing? Of course. Yes. So her filings grew more hostile over the years. Yeah. So she accused Jared of coaching and interrogating the minor children and recording their statements mm. and threatening to use them, these coached recording statements against her. In <laughs> Shanna filed for another motion in 2021. This was oh. not very long. No, after, that's recent. Yeah. Right. In 2021 for not letting her borrow a breathing machine for their son. Mm-hmm. Since the specific machine was better in high altitudes and she was going to visit her family in Utah. The court filing said the this is in quotes. The father apparently considers his vindictiveness towards the mother more important than protecting his son's health and life. I can't. I can't with lawyers that will get in on that. It's so bad. And then there's another quote. Jared is more concerned with humiliating the mother than he is at making sure his own child does not die. No, shut up. 
calm down. <laughs> Seriously. It's called an, he, she's got albuterol or he's mm-hmm. got like, yeah. you know, one of those, you know. A breathing mask. A breathing machine. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, go to, also your family why has not, so much money. Have one delivered to you in Utah so that you don't have to pack that thing. Why would you, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. She's making stuff up to yeah. make it look like he's a terrible person. Yeah. From all accounts, this man was kind of perfect. I mean, he really was a nice guy. No man is perfect. No woman is perfect. But this guy seemed like he was doing his best. Mm -hmm. There was nobody that didn't like him. Mm -hmm. His his widowed wife is a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. And she couldn't say enough about how great he was with the kids, especially as a father. Mm -hmm. This does not sound like a man who's trying to be vindictive towards his kids. She's she's not rational. She's irrational. No, and there's, listen, we all know people like that. Some of us know them really, really well. Like, we know someone who was married to someone like that. You know, it's like, they'll do anything to just get whatever they can from you, even to the point where I'm dragging you into court for some sort of weird breathing machine. It's, what is it, $49? Yeah. It's like, the, the point is not the machine. Even if it's $1,000. like doesn't matter. Yeah, you, first of all, you... You bring it to court? You bring it to court because that's the kind of attention you want to get. Yeah. And you think people are going to see that and go, oh, she's right. No. No, it didn't work because everyone was on to her. And everyone who knew him was like, that's just simply not true. So she got madder and madder. Yeah, she couldn't She couldn't she handle couldn't it. She couldn't handle it. She couldn't handle it. No. She even, they both were remarried. Mm-hmm. Okay, they both got remarried. You would think that once you got remarried, that would mm-hmm. suffice. That would give you... Listen, this is a good man. He's with me. I've got I don't need my ex-husband's attention. I don't need to make his life miserable. The energy you have to expend for that. Yeah. It seems so ridiculous on top of the fact that you have children. Right. In the home. She you had continue, those two kids. You in know the that home. if she's doing this kind of stuff, what could she possibly be saying where those kids oh, are hearing it? She's saying awful things. She's saying and awful she's trying things. to coach them and look at how horrible your dad is. That's totally, that's like the nutty ex-wife's playbook. That's what they do. So back when, just going back to the months after Jared's death, when Shanna was in the line of fire and she was, there was public speculation. Two people came out of the woodwork. And this is what we were talking about before. To talk to the media, one person remained anonymous, worked in a Florida tattoo parlor. Mm-hmm. He told media outlets that when he had heard Jared's murder and Shanna's name being brought up, he realized that he knew her and that he had become somewhat friends with her or at least an acquaintance with her years back after the divorce. And apparently Shanna went to the tattoo shop to get piercings Okay, we've already gone through that. Mm-hmm. And while she was there, she showed up for the piercings. The date she came in was the date after she filed for divorce. He went back in his records to find that. Oh. Now, no judgment, but okay. what are you doing? On, on her part, you yeah. mean? Yeah, you think she's like, I'm free. This is going to be my... I'm going to go get the Chinese symbols for freedom on my back. Or, yeah, or get pierced in places <laughs> right. that are going to be like, I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm liberated now. Right. I'm, Maybe. I'm free. Maybe. So. But she left such an impression, though, because this tattoo artist has seen a lot of people come through his door. Yeah. He said, I'm, he said, she, he said this. It was, it's not, it's somewhat of a common request at a tattoo shop, but the employee said that they were stunned that when she had gotten the pr- procedure on that day was when she came in just looking like any other regular mother, right? Like she didn't okay. look like a person. She wasn't putting on the, the ritz. She was just she showing up. Dolled up. Like, no. Okay. But then she would start coming back in okay. for tattoos and things. And the way she looked changed. Oh. She's divorced. Yeah. She's got to put on. She's putting it out there. She, she's getting out there. Sure, sure. She's getting out there. Sure. She said, one day she casually brought up that he was trying to take all of her money during the course of the next few weeks when Shanna came to the tattoo shop to visit the employee said she went on and on and about from being goody two shoes to somewhat of a wild lady. Oh, brother. Okay. Yeah. The employee also told the media that about a dinner one night when they met up with Shanna and a few friends at the Flying Iguana. Okay. What's that? I don't know, but it sounds like. Sounds Maybe like some fun. fun. You know, <laughs> you got an iguana and it's flying. It's flying. I you, think you, that's a bar. I don't think you can go wrong with that. According mm-hmm. to the employee friend, 
she had been talking to us about the divorce and she told us that her life could just be better if she could just if he would if he would just shut up and he and and asked if we knew anybody that could shut him up yeah that's always a good idea to go to a bar called the flying iguana and just start asking around she said i did not take it at for at the time as anything nefarious but in hindsight i can see how that could have been taken differently now a few weeks later you think yeah think you think yeah she was putting it out there she doesn't have the skills to understand that you can't do this kind of thing which then leads back to what you were saying how do you get three people that are a gonna pull this off and b never get caught you're not because no. you got idiots like this woman who's at the flying iguana blobbity blowing about how she needs someone to shut her to ex shut him up to shut him up you know you're drinking Ugh. how many times do people say that and you don't think much about it if, I'm sorry, if you came to me and you had someone that was annoying you, you're like, do you know anyone who could shut this guy up? I'd be like, okay, we need to talk about the parking lot right now. Yes, yet another person came forward at this time, and it was Shanna's former personal, former personal trainer. The one that she had a relationship with? Who confirmed that uh-huh. the affair, that he did have an affair despite her always denying it. Okay. Which she still actually denies. She does? Yep. She's got to just, honey, you're she's in She's going to die on the cross for that. You're in I mean, jail. I think she, I, I'm sure she's probably, I would imagine she doesn't want to tell the truth to her family. I mean, she doesn't want to look like a total, the interesting thing about all of this, and we'll keep going on this, but I saw her interviewed. She did one interview. She was criticized highly for not making any statements yeah. when he was murdered. Right. Now, I would not criticize somebody for that. No. I don't think it's anybody's, the way somebody reacts to a terrible death, mm-hmm. even if it's an ex-husband, mm-hmm. is not our business. You don't know how someone's going to react. Mm-hmm. I think that's very hard to predict. But she didn't make a statement, and she didn't kind of react the way people thought she should react. And yet, she was getting criticized all along the way. Well, he is the father of your children, no matter how much you hate him. Listen, I know people who went through very, very bad divorces. Like, they're just the worst. The War of the Roses, as you said. If the ex in this situation had have died, whether been brutally murdered or not, I'm not sure that the former would have been able to make a statement either that sounded like a human. Because on the one hand, it's like, all my problems have been solved. I'm sorry that this person was murdered. But I think that's that's a stretch for me, which then leads me to believe that they knew all along the criticism is coming because the people knew all along that she had something to do with it even though she wasn't arrested right away i think that it listen your your ex-husbands are been murdered and mm-hmm. you have nothing to do with it you're literally like you have yeah. a, a fine relationship the normal right. relationship i drop the kids off see ya. he drives me crazy i can't stand him i'm so mm-hmm. glad i'm divorced whatever it sounds like mm-hmm. this is not that no 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 this is a woman who is hated hated hates hates him him. yeah she hates him so she does this interview Mm -hmm. she's been criticized she Mm -hmm. finally comes out she hires a prominent jacksonville lawyer she's got a team together and she decides to go on this show Mm -hmm. and she does this i watched the interview Mm -hmm. it's quite something it's quite something Mm -hmm. she's a good actress well the, she yes a yes b no i one of the things that i saw was a body language expert came in oh i was like i haven't seen that it's quite interesting because stuff like that it's kind of it's not like horoscope reading it's not i'm not saying it's like that it's but it, there is stuff that you can go well maybe she just needed to blink i don't know <laughs> you know maybe there's a thing but she does do the thing that the narcissist always does when they give you an answer they close their eyes. Oh, really? She, when when the when the journalist flat out says, "Did you have anything to do with the death of your ex husband?" She closes her eyes and no, I had nothing to do with Jared. And that's death. a narcissistic behavior. That's the indication of a guilty person. Oh, mm-hmm. so here's what everyone needs to remember: if you commit a murder and somebody asks <laughs> you, keep your eyeballs wide open. Don't blink. Don't blink. That's the problem, though. It's like, what if I you know. do? And but then what, they're yeah. exactly. I mean, that's why we've watched so much true crime. Yeah, and you see these people, and they go in, and the police right away said he just didn't act normal. Right, he didn't act right. Well, what you is know? normal? That's when you've the seen problem. Somebody's killed in front of you, or mm-hmm. you've walked in and found a body. 
yeah. mean, I don't know what my reaction is going to be. No. Especially you, six hours into interrogation. I mean, it's yeah. all really hard to predict. No, it's very, and it's all... It's almost unfair. I know the police have a job to do. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, you don't know what kind of Valium I just medicated myself with because I can't handle it or whatever the occasion is. It's like, how do you, how can you tell guilt by someone's reaction? That's why I kind of had to preface the body language guy because I wasn't 100% convinced, but I thought it was very interesting that he came up with that. And then I went back and watched the interview again. I'm like, oh my gosh, she does close her eyes like in a very meaningful way. (laughs) Like Like she's like trying to prove a point. No, like, yeah, it was super like convincing. She's got to really put on her best acting chops. Also, and this is completely has nothing to do with anything. If you look back on pictures of her from when they were married to when they got divorced to now her getting arrested, it's hard to tell that's the same person. Her, she is rotting from the inside. Well, also. You see her when they're married. Then you see her when she's divorced. She's got this look. Mm-hmm. And then you see her in that interview. She mm-hmm. looks like a goody two-shoes. She does. She had that whole that whole persona on. Yeah, like, just like her, her team oh. told her what yeah. to wear. Mm-hmm. Cover up the tattoos. Make sure you look. You're, this left side's your good side. I mean, like, it was so staged. It was so staged. That I was just like, I can't take this seriously. No. The ex-wife compared to the current wife current wife i mean that's probably one of the reasons she's so angry because this woman is so awesome and just so has her head screwed on straight as you heard from the audio drop that we had earlier i mean she is she's got her ducks in a row she's got her priorities straight she knows what's important and she knows that she's got a long road ahead and she's like but this is a good step at least we got her arrested because she's guilty here, can I make a prediction? Yes. I did this with the Lori Daybell, Lori and Chad mm-hmm, Daybell, mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> I made a prediction as to what would happen once those yes. two got into court. Yes. You know? They, none of that happened. None of it happened. I, my prediction was she's going to roll over on him because she needs to get out of jail. She can't be using Jolly Ranchers as her lipstick. My girl Lori, she don't play that way? No. She, she did. She did play that way. She went. She's going down with the ship. She went all the way. But let's talk about her okay. for just a second. Who, Lori? Lori Daybell. Yeah, what about her? I literally, she's she's crazy. I mean, we knew she was crazy, but no, she is insane. so convinced. She's convinced herself that she hasn't done anything. Did you hear yes. her statement? I watched it on court TV. I was, Hod and I watched it together. We spent about an hour watching it. We were yeah. in Miami when it was all going down and I couldn't get enough of it. It wasn't short. It wasn't short. I was like, I was like, trying to get like let's fast through this let's go let's you go can't. no and it was so cr- incredibly it was unbelievable unreal how convinced she is she is going to play this thing all the so way so what out. is your prediction for this one my prediction is shanna is going to turn on that husband and his co-conspirator in a heartbeat oh 150 percent well he already agreed mr tenon which is one of the gentlemen who was arrested uh, henry tenon henry tenon was arrested in this crime uh, he's 61 years old. He was arrested and charged uh, in January with conspiracy to commit murder, second degree murder with a weapon, accessory after the fact. It's all, you know, capital punishment. If this is a death penalty case, great. He said, I'm happy to cooperate, which means uh, I have information that I'm happy to give you. Now, I hope he has text messages and emails because if this poor Guarantee man, he has it. I hope so because if he just comes forward and says, no, she told me this, and then he came and told me that. So him and the ex, him and the current husband are gonna go down because she is absolutely going to deny knowing anything. She had nothing to do with it, and I think this is what she's gonna say. I think he saw the abuse that I was under, and he—that's why he came did to my that rescue. For me. He came to my rescue. I didn't and really I want him were. dead. No. I, you know. No, I don't. I never wanted him dead. He's the father of my children. After all, that's what she was saying in her interview, right? Like she was acting like he's the father of my children. And the thing is, when you got parents with that kind of juice, they're going to make sure that you have the best representation. Yeah, they're mad at her. Yeah, they think she's probably a loser. Whatever. They're still going to do their best that they can for their daughter. They're not going to let her be. There's no way that the public defender is going to be her attorney. They're going to get some high-end attorneys in there. It's over. She is not going to do... She's going to do time, but it's not going to be like these other two guys. Yeah. 
they signed on. They they hitched their wagon to the wrong train with that one. Agreed. Yeah. So who is Henry Tenen? How does he play into this? Because that was the fascinating part. They knew that there was an ambush. Mm -hmm. They knew that somebody was laying in wait. Mm -hmm. They knew that it wasn't random because Mm -hmm. anybody would have known that when he got out of the car, you can see him. It wasn't like he was in the car and wearing a baseball cap and he could have been mistaken for somebody else. Jared gets out of the car. He gets shot. Mm -hmm. And he gets shot multiple times. So that person was looking for him. And... They, the reason they found Henry Tennant associated with this is because they had some type of um, video surveillance that showed his truck mm-hmm. leaving the scene. Mm-hmm. They were able to narrow down by using that video surveillance because of the, I think because of partial of the, the make and model oh. and the plate, mm-hmm. yeah. they were able to find it. They traced it back to Henry Tennant. Well, guess where Henry lives? Where? He's a tenant <laughs> in a house that's owned by Shanna's new husband. Yeah, that's right. But how convenient. So when that all, when they arrested Henry, who happens to, he has night. this is what a little bit of background about Henry. And I want to make sure that everyone understands that this is not the mastermind behind this. Oh, no, no, no. He's not the mastermind. No, he's just the trigger man. The jail records do show that he was already in jail awaiting trial for an August 18th charge of possession of a weapon by a felon, as well as driving with a suspended revoked license on a third or subsequent conviction. So that arrest report stated that he had a shotgun in the trunk during a traffic stop. So poor Tenen, he, I'm being sarcastic, he has nine arrests in Jacksonville. Nine of them, like you said. And... So he's he's not a stand-up guy. And I think the the husband of Shanna knew that maybe this is someone that could use a couple extra bucks and hey, he's willing to be a trigger man. That doesn't that way that doesn't put me at the scene of the crime. Right. He wasn't far enough away, however, from this couple, from Shanna and her husband, for the police to go, Wow, this is a real mystery. It took them minutes. Well, it's it's so, so close to the fact. Yeah, it's so like close. it's literally like it's not like twice removed and you, you know, mm-hmm. he he's the gardener of somebody else and mm-hmm. his sister's cousin lives in alabama and he's coming over he lives in the house Mm -hmm. i mean he's renting it from shanna's husband i've heard reports and i've heard people talk about henry and about how he was doing this for a very small amount of money and he was pretty desperate for money he was taken advantage of totally which i think happens in a lot of these cases where you get a psychopath who's like this guy will do it and, you know, the poor guy, like you said, he's desperate. He's already a felon. He mm-hmm. probably can't get, like, a decent job. No. So I kind of get yeah. that part of it. And clearly he's willing to cross a line. He's got nine felonies. Yeah. You know, morality and being an upstanding citizen isn't number one on his list. It's gone. Yeah. Did you happen to see the video of, of Shanna getting arrested? No, I didn't see it's it. It's quite something. It's body watch cam. It. Body cam on a oh. cop. There are ATF agents there. Oh. Everybody is loaded for bear. I don't know why. I don't. They're know. in Washington, correct? Yeah, they're in Washington State. Okay. Knocky knock on the door. She comes out. They explain it to her. Put the cuffs on her immediately and set her outside. She's in like a tank top and some shorts. So she doesn't know she's getting arrested. Doesn't seem to. They don't. Her mother shows up. I don't know if her mother was there helping with the kids. I don't know. But the mother is there in frame the entire time because she's sitting in another chair on the front porch weeping Mm. it's really something and you can hear the twins who are nine you can hear them in the house they're like mom do you have do you want me to get your jeans and she's like giving them instructions on stuff to do run upstairs honey and get my bag for my um you know where all my medication is because she needs an an inhaler she has asthma and she has a couple of medications that she takes grab my little bag with all my medications on my and the kid you can hear the kid running up the stairs and then she's giving another one instruction about his, his or her Instagram uh, job. Do you think Do like, you think that she believed she'd be in jail for a long time? Or do no. you think she just thinks she's going there and she's going to get it's, let out? That's interesting you ask that because it starts off very casual and sort of not smug. There's not a there's not Can a you Lori, grab me my yeah, medication? Get this for me because I'm going to, you know, I'll, I might be gone a, for a little bit. I don't think she thinks she's going to be. She's gone. And there is a point. Um, later when she's in the jail they booked her she's sitting in a room and she she realizes this is not fun this or is funny. going down oh this is happening <laughs> it was a fascinating I'm so glad these cops are wearing their body cam because you can really see 
a lot happening. I know it's for their safety and their protection and they should be wearing those, but you can also just, this gives the looky-loos of the crime world like myself the ability to just go, what is going on? You know, you watch the whole thing. Okay, so we've talked about her parents. We've talked about poor Henry Tennant here, the co-conspirator. What about the current husband, Shanna's current husband, Mario Fernandez Saldana? I couldn't find much in my research about him. The only thing that I found interesting was that he was the landlord. He was the owner of the house that Henry Tennant was renting. Right. I don't that doesn't say is that a family home or how did he get the money? Mm-hmm. To, it doesn't. I don't know. So do you? Did you read anything about, about? I've tried to find a lot of information on him. He seems to almost be an afterthought when it comes to the information. Okay. It's it's even Henry Tennant. There's not a lot of information out there about either one of them, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they are doing that on purpose. Yes. I'm sure they are. Mm-hmm. It's all intentional. Mm-hmm. I can tell you this. You couldn't get two more opposite people than her current husband, who is up Mario, for murder. Mario. Mario. And Jared, her ex-husband. Not <laughs> only in looks, mm-hmm. but just in in generality. He's a Microsoft executive. Mm-hmm. They said in 2018 that Shanna met Mario at a CrossFit gym. Oh, were they workout buddies? She was working out. He was in maintenance. Oh, okay. So okay. again... I don't know if she's trying to prove a point that she doesn't have a type or that I'm just going to find somebody the polar opposite of the man that I hate so much that I want to make his life miserable. This man is so greasy and dirty looking. I don't get it. Or she could just stand on a rooftop and scream, Mommy, Daddy, pay attention to me. I don't I mean, what get are, it. What are you doing, honey? I don't know. Yeah, you see, yeah, I've seen pictures of him. I wouldn't want him around my kids. I mean, I know that's oh. mean to say. But that's just what it's, you look at him, you know, he might be the nicest guy in the world. Obviously not. He conspired to kill her ex-husband. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, don't judge a book by its cover. This cover was scary. <laughs> Wasn't my, my cup of tea. There was, there was a horror show beneath the cover. I just don't Truly, get it. I don't get it. Truly, you found a guy that would commit murder on your behalf. My question is, is that what it was always about? It's a good question. You said they met in 2018. This is quite a few years later. I don't know that maybe it sort of evolved into that, but you don't meet and marry that guy, Mr. Mario over there, uh, because he's a good upstanding guy and is going to accompany you to to church. You marry him because he's on the edge. I I don't know his background, like both of us have said. There's just not a lot to be said about this guy, but just by what we can ascertain here... He's, he is not the church going white picket fence guy. He's (laughs) absolutely not. He's definitely not. And they are seeking the death penalty for him. This is a death penalty case. I don't know how the judicial system works to that degree because can you give that guy a a pass? I don't know. If he squeals? I mean, Lori Daybell did not get the death penalty. No, but this is, this is, this is a Charles Manson situation. She regardless of how she pled regardless of what they can prove her hands were not on those deaths their fingerprints were not there because she didn't kill anybody she inspired those around her to do she's such really inspirational isn't she's she? super inspirational yeah no this that's that's the thing so i feel like this is going to be one of those situations where she uh, shanna is going to be like my hands are clean I don't know what these two crazies are talking about, but I didn't do anything. One of the things that struck me as just kind of heartbreaking was the fact that Jared was killed. Those two kids spent half the time with his wife, Mm -hmm. Kirsten, Mm -hmm. and their two other children. Yeah, there was... They had a family of four. They did. And by all accounts... I'm sure that drove Shanna crazy. That had to have been a motivating factor. Absolutely. But the part that just broke my heart was Kirsten is upset, obviously, just about the fact that she's lost the love of her life and the father of her children, Mm -hmm. but that she's also now lost the relationship she has with these other two children that she has been with since they were very little. She's such a good person. I know. She's so good. And she even made comment about how it's been hard for her daughters to not have the twins in their life. They've lost their father and they've lost their other siblings. Yeah, that is impossible to try and explain. That's hard. I don't know if you know this. 
Did the parents take custody? Did Shanna's mom and dad take custody? I don't know, but I think so. I think I'm I'm assuming that's exactly where. They, why wouldn't they? Well, she has siblings. Shanna has adult siblings, so maybe mm-hmm. they. There's nothing said about the children. I couldn't find anything about where they're at, and that's good. They're what nine or ten. You know, the, their life is going to be hard enough. They lost both parents. Mm-hmm. Both parents. And even if she gets off, oh, she's not getting those kids back. Well, I think she would get the kids back. Why? If she, if she gets off, she'll. She, if true. she's not guilty, she'll get the kids back. That's true. If she, but no matter what happens, the court of public opinion, she's <gasps> done. She is done, and it's kind of like you have to, as a person, if you believe in the ju- justice system, you have to say, if she gets off, she's not guilty. She didn't have anything to do with it. Well, they, I mean, there is that. And I, you know, I continually beat that drum. Everyone deserves a fair trial. No matter how big of a scumbag you are and how guilty you look, it has to be fair. She has to be heard and represented appropriately. Now, the jurors might have a hard time finding, as I said, finding her fingerprints on this crime. They really might. And that, oof, that, that makes me... Oof. I can't imagine that there is not some sort of text messages... They're just not smart enough, are they? I mean, they just don't seem like they're smart enough. They they couldn't take it to the next level of like, let's get somebody removed from us, at least one step removed. I mean, it's so it's, Like, I'm let's sorry. just find some guy at the flying iguana that would be willing to do it. I'm over there at the flying iguana doing tequila shots. There is a bartender that would love to make an extra five grand. I guarantee it. I'm just saying, I just can't believe that they couldn't take it one step further i am sure every single case we've ever looked at practically when you see you'll you'll be watching dateline mm-hmm. and they'll be like what's the trail yeah like all of a sudden like Koberger, right he yeah. turns his phone off only at the time when the murders are supposed to have happened <laughs> and he only that pings right at the same spot where you know right at that sort he just happened to be there there's no coincidences with all of these things everything is, cell phones tell the story yeah. and i guarantee you they've talked they might have had 40 phone calls at the time that the you know that the murder took place they'll know exactly when he was shot mm-hmm. they'll know the day and time the kids just got dropped off. What mm-hmm. was going on in that home? Mm-hmm. Guarantee something was going on. They were texting uh, or Henry. They were together. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, and saying, okay, he's coming down the road or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or he just left. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or They're, Henry's like, it's done. Or Right. <laughs> there was some code term, you know. Some. It's so... Oh, stupid criminals. They're my favorite. Well, there seems to be plenty of them. <laughs> we're there's not no, at a loss. We're not, a, we're not looking for a lot. You know, there's always somebody to talk about. This was a very riveting case for me. Number one, it had a religious aspect. Mm-hmm. Again, another mm-hmm. LDS person goes crazy. I hate it. What's going on? Number two, this was kind of like the all-American family. And it could have been, they could have had the best happy ending. It didn't last that long, though, their marriage. I, but where I feel the the all-American family part comes in was with his second marriage, was with yes. Jared's second marriage yes. and that beautiful wife and their two little kids and, you know, trying to make it work with the shared custody. That's the relationship that I'm like, good for, good for you guys. Shanna didn't, she has not incurred any goodwill from anyone. No, not only... I mean, she just has not done anybody a favor Mm-mm. for herself Mm-mm. to even be looked at in a light that would be, a, you know, that anybody can make sense of this. No, no one is looking at her going, maybe she didn't have anything to do with it. She no one. No, no, I don't think anybody's come to her defense. I haven't read it. I no, haven't I seen haven't it. Either. I haven't heard it where they're saying that's not like her. She would never do that. His brother no. made a, a, a a plea at the press conferences yeah. and talked about how hard it's been on the family and he has been quoted in some of the articles I read about how hard it was to watch him go through what he was going through during the divorce mm-hmm. after the divorce mm-hmm. to have this constant over his head this just constant negativity and just somebody coming at him yeah. at all times she was after him all the time for the stupidest things dragging him back into court because the breathing thing wasn't the you know whatever it's it, that is so much pressure and so much stress that I, the whole family was affected by it. And now it's like, okay, no one, like you said, no one is coming to her defense. It, there's not been a statement by anyone who no. like went to high school with her, anything like that. Who's just like, you know what? She was so great. No one's, 
Everyone's keeping real quiet about the whole thing. Yeah. By the time this airs, Mm -hmm. there could be more developments. Most likely, Mm -hmm. we'll find out. I'm sure she's going to plead not guilty. I'm sure her... He did. I'm sure they are. already did. Of course they are. That's obvious. She's got a big time lawyer. We don't know, but we will keep you posted. Of course we will, just like every other true crime story that we love. But we'll be back with this one and uh, see how it plays out. In the meantime, go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe on Instagram to Two Average Girls Podcast. We're glad you joined us. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. We're Two Average Girls. We'll see you next time. Episodes of Two Average Girls are free wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on the Two Average Girls main page so you never have to go searching for new episodes. Our editor is Aiden Bloomstein. Our social media producer is Samantha Stone. And original music for Two Average Girls is by Jason Fries. <laughs>